Hello and welcome into the Sora Data Game Week 425 preview. I'm Andrew Laird. You can find me as at Laird and you on Sora. Joined as always by Quinny. Quinny, can oh. you tell that I was already prepared for my show later today? Yeah. <laughs> Is there any way that I gave that away that there's a show later today? Totally um, threw me off. <laughs> yeah, that makes two of us. Uh, thank you to everybody for joining us uh, in no particular order. SR Monkey, Sam Baines looks like they were the first one in. Uh, Sora Mamba, Carrie is here. It's Wilson. I like this new, this uh, pineapple and fist bump from Mike Basson. I think uh, that's, that's like it. the perfect one for this show. Love it. Uh, Ricky, Charlie, Ian, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for joining. Brad Craig says, hello, everyone. Who else is looking forward to having their players bench for both matches in their double game week? Oh, Brad, with that attitude, you got to, you got to, you know, turn that frown upside down. The mailman is here. How about that? Um, and Carrie, yes, let's go another stream later. Yes, there is another stream later today. Um, so there's that. Quinny, we have had, do we have any matches play this for this game week? Yeah, Not nothing, yet. Right? Nothing yet. And yet. Here we are having to get ready for the weekend. How are you feeling for the weekend? Uh, the weekend, I really couldn't care. <laughs> uh, I've had a look through, like, as soon as the game week opened, you, you go through and you have a wee look at the teams and you know what you can play, how many goalkeepers are running, that kind of stuff. But yeah. it's the same as every international window. Like, I just, like, I, I just don't care. Like, if, the, if, if I get a DNP, like, or a guy doesn't deliver, it just really doesn't bother me because. I never look at the internationals until they open. Like I never try and hit them on lineup builder and kind of massage my gallery into it in any way. So it is like the stereotypical. It's just a bonus, you know, like just throw a team out, see what happens. The, I, I have a very similar kind of feeling for the international game week or for the international break. I will say that I did make a move last week specifically for this weekend. And the only reason I did it is because... And this, this is going to sound like peak D-Gen move, but I promise it makes sense. I was looking for a new goalkeeper. And when I, so that's one part of it. So I was like, I need a new goalie. And then another part is I went to this game week, this international break, or this inter international game week, and I saw Portugal home against Iceland. And I won a Ruben Diaz. I won a Bruno Fernandez. I've had Jao Felix. So I'm like, all right, I have Portugal players. And then I look further and I think it was, we'll get into it, but I think Armenia plays Wales. I think it's a Zellerion week or I thought that's what it was. Now I'm going to, but whatever. So I was like, I, so I had everyone except a goalie and I'm like, well, who are the goalies that I could get that also kind of fit what I was trying to do outside of the international window because that's the kind of the key I, I didn't want to buy you know whatever someone that just didn't correlate at all with my gallery and so i ended up buying lucas herdesky from buyer leverkusen because i have a jonas hoffman and i'm like maybe i'll get some buyer uh, leverkusen cards but at least i had that correlate not that they correlate other than they happen to wear the same shirt but the they play uh finland play northern ireland this game week. And I was like, at least I know he'll start along with four other guys that I hope will start. But it always comes down to, I feel like I used to do this previously that I would buy players for international weeks and then they wouldn't play. And you go through all of this, this whole process of, oh, I'm going to get them for this game week. And we talk about it, like some teams have already qualified for the Euros. Some of them are already disqualified, you know, can't Dead. make it. And so we're going to see rotation. 
And it's one of those things that you can really benefit if you plan ahead of time, but you could also just come up empty. And so I've, I've gone the full fledged Quinny. Like these are just like bonus weeks and just like when you have them, that's great. And if you don't, you get back into it in two weeks. That's it. You take the, you take the break, you take the pause. I'm with you all the way. When you were talking there as well, I do remember like trying to, the odd time, maybe maximize a wee window if you had like a four man play anyway. And it was like, oh, can I get a wee number five in? So there's nothing wrong with that. So always a good bit of fun, isn't it? A goalkeeper, but especially like that kind of move, you do need to, you do need to do that with it. Like it scratches your back anyway. Like, you know, it's not just the, the DNP keeper that gets capped for his country that you've picked right. up, you know, like it's, right. it's a legit champ keeper anyway. So it's a, that, that's a solid move. And that's, I think that's the main way to look at internationals. And then naturally you end up with like, oh, I've got 20 guys that are playing. Can I make a team? You know? Right. You just want to make a team, but if, but to go out of my way to like, be, try to like win all-star rare during international game week. It's like these things, so much can happen in these game weeks. And I'm going to pull up the, the matchups tab anyway. I have England at the top. <laughs> How much are we really competing? And that that doesn't even include the fact that like Belgium and Spain are really high up as well. Croatia, Italy, Croatians at least away. The Netherlands, Portugal. I mean, these are these are the the national team sides that have the elite players that we want in regular SO5 competitions, and they just happen to be playing on their super teams now. So it's like, how much am I really planning that to, to get this in? <laughs> I think when you look at this, the first thing that you think about is Griezmann. That's just the first because he he's a, he's he's Mr. France, you know, and Hobbit Gibraltar. That's that's his game, you know. So Griezmann hundred inbound, totally. Um, and the rest of the France team, like France, can be quite hard to pick, especially in those kind of games. You know, Mbappe is going to get the stat pad, and obviously, um, but maybe guys like Dembele, Giroud, Colomuani. There's a few other guys where it's like, oh, who who actually plays and you know, that kind of thing. But Griezmann is nailed for everything. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that feels, you know, as long as he's fit, it feels like he's the most nailed. I guess Mbappe is probably just as nailed on. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to give them... I don't want to compare Griezmann and Mbappe to Ronaldo in, the term, in terms of, like, beating up on minnows because they just kind of beat up on everybody. And so yeah. it's like you're when you're getting all of that, that there's that. So Mike uh, Barra brings up Chuameni, who I think is another one that I feel like he gets forgotten a little bit, which is weird in that Real Madrid midfield because he's been playing all the time. But he is incredible for France also. Like he, there's nothing, although I think he's, is he, uh, is he hurt for this break? I don't know if he got called, but like, he is very, very, very good for France. And it, it's not a ton of decisives. And so you're not going to get it. All right, Chumani is injured. But like he's the one that I feel like always kind of gets a little forgotten about. It. And then you see him in the France shirt and you're like, oh, that's right. He is really good. Yeah, he's incredible. And I didn't realize how big the AA was for him there internationally. Three games it's, in a row, yeah. 35 plus. Like that's phenomenal. Like 70 really, capable. Really and it's against Holland as well, not just Malta, but there was a game against Holland there and another kind of halfway okay team. So, yeah, very, very overlooked. And I think when you look at Chumeni's graph, I think I was looking at him with somebody recently who'd won him or something. And if you look at his graph, it's lovely, but it just doesn't get, there's, there's the odd 90 here. There's maybe the odd 80 plus here, but it's like, it's just like 
bang, like 55 to 70, he's in there all the time. Yep. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I mean, we're not surprising anyone here. He's really special, that's all. Yeah. Uh, so, Solid. I was going to say, so who was it? Sower Info said Mignon 100, Griezmann 100, Mbappe 100. I don't know how. Don't know about this is from, from David. I don't know how Mignon gets to 100. Yeah, same. Is he taking a penalty? Is he going up for corners? <laughs> <laughs> get every shot on target, you know, and stuff like that. Maybe, but I don't know about Mike. Maybe in England, you might get a goalkeeper with a few points uh, in the England game because I don't think they'll concede a goal, but Malta going to Wembley, you've got to fancy they'll get a shot or two away, you know, whereas. Um, eh, pardon me, Gibraltar. A, a bigger pardon. Or no, Malta. Yeah, sorry, I, 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 I got them. <laughs> I did the wee brain. Against Kazakhstan is the, the funny one to stick in here. Yeah. And you're like, oh, who are your biggest favorites? Oh, France, England, Kazakhstan, Belgium, Spain. Of course. Who else would be here? <laughs> it's the Surya way, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I think England's probably the funny one as well because of the, the way the squad sits. No Madison. There's been, obviously, Palmer came into the squad last minute. So the England one is get a few players, obviously Kane, no Bellingham. Yeah. But, like, a few people that are in the squad are quite well carded already, and I know a lot of Surya managers like. Like, looking at that screen there, I see Trippier, I see Grealish. I think the likes of, you know, Rice and Foden will probably play in this game as well. But even if, like, you know, Calvin Phillips could play in this game and he's a bit of a L15 cheat code because, you know, there's no... Like, Henderson might play, I guess, but I would I actually think Phillips starts this match just from what the radio tells me and that kind of thing. I've just got a wee feeling maybe that's what happens. So, you know, Phillips could be a wee, a wee cheat code waiting to happen out of all the those, those favourites there. This is when he gets to play. Because he doesn't yeah. play for Man City, so he gets to play. For, somehow he gets to play for England, even though he doesn't play for Man City. Um, but they do have a, a. Are they a one with a double game week? I guess I could have just pulled up literally anyone here. Because there are a few double game weeks. Uh, yeah, so they have Malta home, North Macedonia away uh, as a double game week, and so. That just makes it even worse for people who don't have their cards because they get like two shots at starting. And even if they heavily rotate, they'll be able to, you know, you'll you'll get a good matchup regardless. That's two shots at Kane getting a hundred, doesn't it? Does um France also in because we're not gonna have the odds, I'm guessing, for like the second games because they'll wait. Oh no, France only plays once. Yeah, the England ones. Ugh. Just cheat, cheat codes. Yeah. Belgium's funny because their squad isn't as Belgium as it has been. You know, De Bruyne's not around at the moment. Lukaku's definitely past peak and the defence has been under rediscovery for about two years, I think, at this point, maybe a year and a half since Alderweireld, Vertonghen, company, that kind of like generation has kind of left them. So like Belgium are really strong favourites and at home. They, they should scoop them, you know, but it's... You know, the Doku show, maybe? I don't know. There's not that many. Vertonghen still getting a cap, it looks like. Castagna. It's not as a fearful Belgium thing, I say. It's not. No, it's not. It's not that powerful looking, is it? And Make obviously no Courtois back there, too. <laughs> and no, yeah, no Thibaut. Hmm. Uh, all right, so we've got Spain against Georgia. We went Spain's a the... funny one. Spain's yeah. a funny one because they've qualified already. Georgia obviously can't qualify. 
in Spain's squad. I think we spoke about it last time, or it might have been. I was speaking about it somebody recently, but there's a squad. Oh no, it was us because we had to go and find the squads. You know, so I think this is going to be an exhibition match potentially. Like this will be a lot of those Spain players trying to make a name for themselves to get into the squad. They're at home. And Spain are normally quite cute as well. I don't know where the venue is, but they're normally quite clever with like, see if it's a team from a cold country. Let's like, see Scotland. They played us in Seville. And Seville is one of the hottest parts of Spain. I love it. If that. you get me. Absolutely love it. And, you know, so they do stuff like that. Um, so Georgia, I've got Marmar Dashvili and maybe one or two other players that aren't too, like, um, you know, rubbish, certainly. But I think Valladolid is for that one. So. Don't know the significance of that one, but I, I dare say maybe like the sun will be in the goalkeeper's eyes or something like that. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, with something funky like that going on. So um, I think that that's the potential. Like France and England, quite obviously, but I think that's a game that might get overlooked a bit. Picking the team will be hard, but when you've got Alvaro Morata getting complete, getting compared to Haaland, I think yeah, you might see Morata uh, get the start in that one. Hmm. Yeah, I mean. Like I said, we went through the the tables on Monday's show, so there are a few here that don't necessarily need to um, need to play that hard, um, which is always a little weird. Um, I just want to go down here. I think is this Colombia? Did we decide this? Yeah, I, I messed that up last time. That, that's Colombia. Colombia. Millonarios. Millonarios. There we go. Columbia? Yeah, that's Escobar's team. There we go. Escobar's team. <laughs> so, Colombia, and I, we do have, I don't want to bury the lead here. We do have some La Liga, I believe they're hypermotion now, not smartphone. <laughs> yeah, second division, but it looks like a lot of close matchups. I was going to say, the first thing I noticed on that is via the leader at home, which would be funny. <laughs> Since Spain are playing there. Since too. Spain, yeah. <laughs> Good call. So, I wonder that's interesting. If, uh, yeah, Friday, Saturday, maybe. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, uh, Valladolid against Leganes, that's the top of the table effort, I think. Yep. Um, don't know who Zaragoza are playing there. Espanol, Elche. There's a few games there. Tenerife have got the team that you love to see come up in this second division tab, that Amo Bireta or whatever. So, Tenerife cards will be dancing this week. I mean, Guillaume. The, the nice thing about all of these teams, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's absolutely this, but I assume that nobody's losing anybody for international duty. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, maybe Espanol. Who does that Braithwaite guy? Does he still play for them? Maybe the Danish international. He played for Barca and somebody else. I don't know if he's. Yes, Braithwaite. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he got Is into he the Denmark team. Yeah, yeah, he's up front. Oh yeah. I don't he's know. Got if he a haircut got Surely somebody, where's Alex? Alex Wilson here. He'll know. Kennedy season for Valladolid. Uh, talk about Carl Hine. Love Kennedy it. season? <laughs> How old is Kennedy now? Uh, I don't know. 22? <laughs> I feel like Kennedy's been around for so long. I thought it was going to go that way in my mind. Tried to overcompensate the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he still, he broke through when he was like eight, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's finally uh, finally got up to twenty seven. Anyway, uh, this I got 
nothing to say on this other than it doesn't look all that fun and i don't think there's any i think these stacks probably target this window for like all-star for cap modes and that kind of thing like i think if you have any of these guys you're probably like this this is you probably rubbing your hands together and going i'm playing ammo beretta away let's go you know <laughs> you think you would play it in all-star i think if you had these guys yeah totally against like france i don't even remember who france plays i don't know i feel like you i wouldn't want these guys anywhere near an all-star mm. when france and england and belgium and that's all like my doing the doing the work for us here breathway didn't get called 378 cards there's cap modes as well well maybe cap is probably the, maybe uh, cap yeah yeah cap's probably the play 270 is uh, only getting the levante defensive stacks <clears throat> for the win all right yeah, I suppose 270, 195 cards it pays out. And at the moment, there's under 500 entrants, about 450. So, yeah, 270 is probably the play for, for the smart teams in that sense. But I really like that? the look at All-Star. I, I, I think everyone's knee-jerk reaction to be put off by it is something to lean into on occasion, you know? Yeah. Because, again, a lot of those power cards you're thinking of will go into pro and under-23s maybe for some of the younger ones that are a bit more punchy, you know? I will say no commented, I forget where it was, that it felt like they were giving out way too many rewards for this upcoming game week, given like how many cards we have in play. Like All-Star Rare 378 for I don't know. For it like 81 big. in Rare Plus seems like a lot. Yeah, it does man. For an international, it does. Right, for an international. Like four stars. That is a lot. Don't mind if I do. Anyway. Nothing in Asia. America has the Colombia, and then we apparently have one uh, Brasileiro, Fortaleza against Cruzeiro. Yeah. Why not? But really, the biggest thing about this, <clears throat> as Alex brings it up, we get Asia qualifiers, and I believe, uh, did I remember this correctly? South, yeah, South Africa. Wow, South Africa. Africa. <laughs> Wow, love it. Yep. Go on, South Africa, paying the Opta coverage. Love it. <laughs> Go on, South Africa, on yourself. Love that. For anyone that cares, Cup, the South African forever. Premier League is like, it's like kind of an easy league to follow on like free television. I don't know what site it's on or an app, maybe one of these football apps that shows football. I can't remember, but it's one of these weird leagues that you can actually, if you really wanted to watch it, it's not that hard. Like, so that's funny. All right, South I'm Africa. in. Alex Wilson says South Korea, China's on his list. We'll get we'll get there because yeah, oh, yeah. we do have the. Uh, we have any South Africa cards? That's that's a buzz. African football is so lopsided. Like Ready? if they do, why if is they do he... get qualifications for that? But we can't be right. He can't possibly play center back for them. Oh no! Okay, he doesn't. Or we and we no, have no idea. I was like, yeah. this looks silly, but it. It is silly. It's a good card. It's just another guys, isn't it? Four four two. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we don't even have odds for those games, but uh if you're really into the um wait a minute. I feel like more should show up here. Uh, oh no, never mind. Nope. Okay. So yeah. South Africa at Rwanda and then home against Benin. Decent for them. Think we got any cards from those two? 
I think Benin have got a player. Like they'll have somebody. I Stephen Mooney. Stephen Mooney. How about that? I was going to say the guy like Buanga. I know he's Gabon, but all these countries have got one guy that made it. <laughs> maybe not Rwanda. That might be a stretch, but I'd be surprised if it was a guy in Belgium <laughs> or something like that. No. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we do have. Yeah. So if you notice here on the bottom, these these don't have odds. Part of that is because it might be the second match of the game week, as we mentioned, England yep. against North Macedonia. And then, yeah, sure. here's the uh, South Korea against China. Away to China uh, does not have odds, but it is in the game week. Um, Do you think anyone's ever battered China at home? You know, like you go away to China, China? And, beat, and beat them 8-0. Do you think anyone's done that? In China? Yeah. No. <laughs> Too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Did they make it out of the group when they hosted the? I mean, they must have, right? Has doesn't everybody do it except uh, who was the last one who didn't? Qatar didn't make it out, right? I forget. I actually got to remember. I thought Qatar was the last. Was the first host nation to not. Make oh, that show. Uh, yeah, Qatar. China aren't hosting. Do you mean? Are you talking about Korea? Sorry. Didn't they, didn't they host years ago? China? No, China didn't host anything. Uh, the one you're maybe thinking of is Japan and Korea. They hosted the 2002 World Cup, but uh, no, China's not hosted good. anything. Maybe Olympics no, or something. Okay. That's fair. So they're terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you how to feel about. I mean, the difference is that because of so rare, we know all of these guys. Yeah. And so, stars. Every one of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We love them all. Um, Brad said getting into the deep cuts of the so rare discography. Oof. Um, Iran went to China one time and beat them 3-0. That's the biggest ooh. result I've found so far. Iran have been the bravest. Japan have went there and beat them 2-1. But yeah, no one's... Oh, Czech Republic went there and beat them 4-1. Czech Republic and Wales beat them 6-0, I suppose, but they're... Ooh. They're Wales, they can get away with that, can't they? Like, it's like Harry and people like that, you know. <laughs> They'll get away with that. But not the Koreans and their neighbours and stuff like that. They wouldn't take nicely to a 6-0, would they? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Does that, that make you Harry's. hesitate on playing them? Like, if you had a few of these guys? <clears throat> I'm just joking, mainly, if you know what I mean. But I do think, like, they should be levels above the national team. It should be a scudding. And I know we talk about the China Super League and stuff like that, but... A big part of the reason that China Super League cars are OP is the domestic player in China is like very low football and wise, you know. So, yeah. um, like, I've got a friend that's worked out in China, and when he found out China was on, like, sorry, he told me, it's like, you know, I don't know if I said this before on, on the show before, but he said to me, Quinny, you'd get a game over there. Like, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> um, Korea should, you know, as far as I understand, it should be an easy one for them. But looking at it, China don't really get battered by... And it is friendlies. It's it's Wales. You know, if someone batters them at home, nobody else. You know, joking aside, against the safety of the away team. You know, maybe they're just really good at home or something. But uh, yeah, no one seems to go to China and scud them. Mickey Fu, I think that this is the best line of the entire show. Now that Jurgen Klinsmann's the South Korea coach, will probably only choose Korean players from Europe. That's what he does, and I know that's an America joke. But he's being the exact way he was as America manager as Korea manager. I think there's been a bit of. USMNT Twitter's kind of got onto Korean Twitter, and there's been a wee bit of bromancing over like shared hatreds for Klinsman. Um, 
but he's very much like that, you know. So the team will be kind of predictable. He wants them all to be moving at Europe. He's kind of said that, and he got a lot of negative press in Korea because he the last international break. I don't know if you remember or if you heard this, but he booked all their friendlies and stuff like that to be in Europe. And he moved one of the fixtures because he was playing a charity match. <laughs> yeah, no. He was playing a charity match in like London or something like that. So he made their training camp coincide in such a way that it would make it really easy for him to go and play a charity match in the middle of the international window. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Korea, the Koreans were not too happy with, with Klinsman. <laughs> I'm not sure where Klinsman's liked, to be honest. If he seems to be disliking in South Korea, but oh. so Cho and Son, they'll start no bother. I think uh, who was it? That's right, Alex. It's time for Lee Hanbum to shine. Yeah, he didn't go He's to Denmark to not play in the national team. I mean, there are some. I mean, we know this. There are some like legit players on this team that are very good in Europe already. So it's not like there's this huge push to try to get more. I mean, obviously, he's trying to get more there. But they have some extremely well-established players that should be good. But maybe not this game week. Yeah, maybe oh, but 2-0-1 could be good, depending on who you've got. So, I like, the 2-0 win is good, except when France, England, Kazakhstan, Belgium, and Spain win 8-0. Sure, but the 2-0 victory for your Koreans, you're probably going to get a better goalkeeper. And depending on who you're picking in defence... You might slink it there, you know, so it, it depends how you're attacking it, I guess. But yeah, fair. fair enough. I've got a bad habit of isolating good situations and thinking that's all that <laughs> that's all you need. You need. You need. But um, yeah, fair, so fair actually, point. I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually something that I think I overcompensate with. And I do this the more that I keep slandering second division cards and have SR Monkey thrown in my face that they are fine. That realistically most people are not playing like five man stacks from a certain team that wins eight nil. And when a team wins eight nil and the five man stack wins, everyone's like, see, this is what happens. But like the eight nil is very rare. And what I kind of forget is you ultimately just need to score a lot of points. And it's possible that like multiple teams just score a lot of points, like fantasy points. And so if you do have these situations where, um, where was I looking? Like, obviously we know France is like the top favorite. We were talking about how Spain could be a little sneaky, but like Portugal's got a good matchup and Switzerland and Luxembourg. And like, it, they just have to score the points. Like they don't necessarily need to win eight nil. And so I think I kind of, I do the opposite. I like, don't put them enough in a vacuum where it's like, oh no, this is a really good situation and should be good situation in any competition. Where I'm like, no, 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 that team's going to win. And it's like, well, we don't know. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of wrestle where everyone has with them with themselves, with their own teams. And it's a big part of the reason I like doing these shows because this is kind of like, you know, before I started doing the deadline, before we started doing this over here, like it's the stuff you would do yourself before the game week anyway, is you would just look at all the fixtures and kind of sweat probabilities and like, oh, you know, well, somebody's in the chat here that Samba might start in goals for France and he's not got a guard. So <laughs> if, yeah, if that happens, then. Shouldn't be allowed. Your Korean goalkeeper all of a sudden looks way better. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. That's so. absolutely true. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, you just never know sometimes with, with these ones. So it's like, that. that's because these are the, the thought processes that everyone wrestles with to some extent. And some teams, it's worth leaning against the grain and going, no, no, in isolation, this might be good enough. And sometimes 
you, you see well was probably not going to stand up that strong because I'm asking for that game to have five decisives or I'm asking for this to happen or I'm asking a lot and you know it's that kind of rationale of your available choices mm-hmm. is you know a lot of the fun I almost uh, spat my juice out listening to you the other day saying that your most like your most uh, fun part of the game obviously is like trading and you hate like watching teams and lineups and stuff like that it's like no way how can that be the case like uh, as soon as teams come in I just want to see points I just want to see the games start happening so I say you almost had me spit my juice the <laughs> Um, no, I'm not going to change what I said. Fair. Nope. Um, they, the, but I, and I will always maintain that the actual lineup part is the worst. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, let's go back. Where were we? We were looking at South Korea. Oh wait, Kazakhstan. That's why I wanted to look at because <laughs> I'm serious. So obviously this match says more about San Marino than it does about Kazakhstan. Agreed. But I mean, if you're sitting here with a, okay, let's try this one. Back to your Zaynudinov. Uh, yeah. Zaynudinov. And you got it in the first time, bud. Hmm. You know who he plays for normally? Krasnodar. Ooh, I like that guess. Besiktas. Oh, and he's hurt. Ooh. Uh, Broken, uh, broken nose. Maybe, oh, maybe a little international mask. Yeah. D- domestic left back, I guess. Center mid for Kazakhstan. Maybe some set pieces. What do we think? I can see it. No. Oh, well. Who's this guy? Marat Bystrov. Oh, he's in Russia, at least. find a few of them in Russia. I just thought I'd bring the group up again because I remember talking about Kazakhstan uh, on Monday because they're still on the heels of Denmark and Slovenia. Of course, San Marino is a, is a three-pointer. You expect them to get that. So they'll definitely be out to you know get the three points in style at home. It's probably their best international campaign I've ever been aware of, certainly. So I'm sure you know that'll be a good game for them. They'll probably want to feel the part of being a competitor, you know, going the yeah. distance in the group, you know, so I don't think they'll take it lightly, even though they don't need to, you know, but I don't think they will. That's a good one. Yeah, it seems like one of those situations where just finishing as highly as possible is just progress for you, whatever, wherever you've been previously. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's see. Are there any big uh, Scotland, uh, Nor- is that uh, Norway? There we go. Yeah. I'll be a good one for Haaland if he's playing. <laughs> We've yeah, nothing else them. jumps out. These are, I mean, these matches are pretty close. So let's go to the pick scores, which I assume are going to be extremely messy and have Antoine Griezmann at the top. There he is. Griezmann, Mbappe. Who did we say Switzerland has? Oh, Kosovo. I missed that one. Oh, yeah. That is a good one. Where were they? Is Shaqiri in the Switzerland squad? Oh, here they are. I don't have a clue. Yeah. Can't say I was looking up the Switzerland squad. Although I take that back. I did. I was going to look the other day because I have a rivals lineup for that match. That's what I was going to say. I've been getting rivals. I got so I get invited onto rivals yesterday, and it was pandemonium. My phone battery died within twenty minutes or something. It was crazy. <laughs> and um, but anyway, the main one was like uh, the game we we're just talking about was the Switzerland Israel. And I went, Shakiri wasn't in it. I couldn't see him. 
So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I had to go Shakiriless. Oh, he is. Jonathan says he's in the squad. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's a midfielder or something. I was looking in the forward category or vice versa. But I couldn't see him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a midfielder. Maybe something like that. But yeah, I didn't see him when I went looking. Yeah. Th- I mean, oh, man. You just look at this list and how many people have these cards, and I don't. And I'm like, oh, God. Griezmann, yeah, Rafa, Shakiri, Teo Hernandez, Bruno, Fernandez, Kane, Joachim Anderson. Is he still smashing his face off? Yeah, so doing good. Guy's a hero. Jeez. He has repeatable scores, like personified, if you watch Palace. Like, he's not, he's great. Like, he's good in that, but he's not remarkable. You know, he's just, for Denmark, obviously, it's even more clear than like- the national stage. He plays like he knows the scoring matrix. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. Like he sees a pass and somebody's like before the halfway line and he's just like, yeah. Make sure they're on the other side so he can play it through. Yeah. Anyway, Saka. So again, England with the double game week. So everybody, like, that's probably the best situation you could have two elite matchups and a double game week so that if your guy doesn't start the first one, he just rips in the second. Yeah, England power stacks for sure. People are talking yeah. about Pickford in the chat as well for goalkeeper. Yeah. All those triple A's, the triple A list isn't that long, but all those triple A's, they're all, they're all the good ones anyway. Their cap is so big, you won't see that many of them. Because this is the first game, this is the first weekend where we've had 270 kind of reopened again. Yep. So you're not going to see too many of these rolling into 270, which is maybe some people's you know, um, paradise in that respect, you know, their safe place from these big power combos. So that's kind of reassuring. It's, you know, you would hate to see it if they were all like international studs, but, you know, domestic duds and they had like, you know, wonky caps that were the wrong way around, you know, for them. I like this question um, from Charlie. Would you rather have England player with two games or France versus Gibraltar? The problem is, is that the England games are against Malta and who was the other one? North Macedonia. Macedonia. Yeah, like it's not like they're playing Germany and Italy here. So, like France should kill just Gibraltar, but England should also win big one of those games, if not both. I think so. I think the I think the problem with the England games is Gareth Southgate and knowing yeah. the second game is actually even in in play for you. You know, I think you can probably get as we get closer to the deadline, <clears throat> a better idea of what the team will be on the day for the Malta match. But like relying on what the team will be for the second match is is going to be very difficult, I think. So I can see him totally changing it from one game to the other. They've got six games played. They're on 16 points. They're qualified. They're not caring. They're still picking Jordan Henderson and Calvin Phillips. So like the second, you know, the, the whole two game dynamic of England, I don't, in terms of the rotation element, if for any guys you're not worried, you're, you're not too sure about, I think it's more of a safety net thing rather than a, oh, you can't lose element. You know, it's more of, you'll definitely get one game rather than, oh, you get two, unless it's Kane. Kane's the only one I think has got two games at bagging 100, whereas the rest of them, it's maybe he gets 30, then 60 or 45, and then 60, that kind of thing. So I would, I'd probably take France. I wanted to look up the two guys that showed up from second division. We have uh, Elias Chara. Chera. Nice. Coming Ooh. off 100. That's always nice. 
And then Santiago Colombado. Ooh. Nice. Well, hello. Who had him in the Oviedo uh, Rivals game on Monday? Anyone? Hey. 78. Oviedo, that was the game I seen everyone talking about. Eh? It was the most popular game in the history of So Rare. <laughs> Split set pieces with Santi Cazorla. Look at Santi. Living your best life. One of my all-time favorite players. Oh, amazing. Surprised he's still playing. That's, that's incredible. I was just about to say that. <laughs> so he's still very much still alive. And he's, I guess he's not playing that much, but running the table here. Um, somebody brought something up. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so we always like to look at the U23 goalies. A few people have mentioned in chat that Verbruggen is going to start for the Netherlands. Ooh, confirmed. Confirmed. Love that. Where is Bart here? Pause here. Put him as a little, little starter. <laughs> Get oh, your points up. Ready. Love that. And somebody mentioned Diogo Costa was not going to start. That was very early on. And I, does anybody, is there like news on that? Or was that just like? I missed that in the chat, but I'm sure the chat will come back to us on it for sure. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to go back here to see if I saw who it was. A few of those AAA picks are familiar to a few of the guys in the chat as well, which is cool to see. But another goalkeeper one I seen in the chat earlier that a few people actually a few people already messaged me today about is uh, the Bosnia goalkeeper situation. Sehic, the guy that was in Turkey and went to Saudi, he's injured. And mm -hmm. the number two for Bosnia is the number one goalkeeper for St. Pauli, which is Nikola Vasilj. Vasilj, yeah. So he's he's people are asking me is, is he definitely number two and I'm like ah, he's definitely number two that's why I've got him and that's why I've been I wanted to get a super rare before this happened um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's happened cash out the bags probably as soon as the kickoff goes everyone knows about it sort of so yeah I think the seal will be in and then he's like under thirty St Pauli almost got promoted last year they're going really high in the division again this year if he if they don't get promoted it's hard to imagine he doesn't move into champion euro or you know a european team uefa competition team i mean you know from like challenger europe or something you know yeah yeah so yeah he's gonna get his cap and that's probably gonna get a lot of scouts around europe going oh who's this guy oh we're going to sign him now for somebody because that's normally what happens with these guys they need that international break to get some sort of seal of approval on the top sure. level sure sure um where was he uh, who is he starter for? St. Pauli and uh, Bosnia, sorry. Bosnia, there he is. Get him in. All right. So, yeah, that's a good one. So, I've, I've put him in for this, this midweek on just the off chance he got a cap just because <laughs> Sedge is really old. And then oh. I got that news. I was like, oh, yes, he'll be playing. Nice. Five-man team. So, Jose saw is the My Japanese players. Oh, Jose Sa. Nice. Sorry for cutting you off there. No, no, that's cool, man. Oh. Johanneton says Iker Alvarez will start. Well, yeah, that's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is for Andorra or whatever it is. Yep. The under 23s will be good fun. What does the, the prize pools? We were quite surprised by them earlier. What do under 23s look like? I wonder. 
125 in rare, and there's only 185 entrants at the moment. That's it's, healthy. Yeah, it's weird. Where is that? <clears throat> I keep doing that, clicking the... It's decent. 125 spots. Rare. Well, let's see. How many rare goalkeepers do we have? If Coast doesn't play, we've got Campos and Roman from the second division. Roman also in that rail. He's a rail Oviedo. As soon as they conceded, everyone was like, ah. Um, <clears throat> Danny Reboyo. Who do you play for? Oh, Zaragoza. He's maybe a bench guy. Didn't really play for Zaragoza. Yeah, he's just come into the team. Um, Bazunu. No, he's not going to start. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He'll start. But he, he that's just not the matchup you want. But he's there. Yeah. And Juan. Is that Ramon Juan or Juan Ramon? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you just never know, do you? <laughs> These guys are dreadful. Yeah. Hmm. And Mamar Dashvili away to Spain. Tribune away to or Tribune at home to Italy, but it's not at home. It'll be some neutral venue. Yeah, Mamar really might be the pick there. By the way, because if they don't concede three, he should be getting around sixty. Do you think that they'll shoot enough? I think they'll have all the ball. Yeah, but like you know? if he doesn't, if they're not shooting, maybe I'm just too used to you know older. Spain teams that just like the the two thousand passes that don't really end up leading to many shots, and so if they only take three shots and, and they all go in, or the two shots, fair. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. John, you know what I'm saying? They lost seven 0 in the last match. That's fair, I suppose. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a big ask, but um, yeah, just saying. He's a, he's the best goalkeeper there. Maybe for Bruggen on paper, you know, like actual goalkeeper, actual goalkeeping. Yeah. And yeah, uh, big players in big games, you know. But yeah. Uh, 7 1. 7 Come 1. On, Come on. Take that away from uh, Jack Vitadze. He's an old hero. Oof, that's a rough game. Yeah. Imagine having two negative decisives and then 24, negative 24A <laughs> on top of that. It's a weighty, isn't it? I really wish we had less than zero. I think we should. I'm fine with the 100 cap, but the zero I'm not okay with. Yeah. There should be maybe some sort of rule we impose on players where if it is like that bad that they need to like buy everyone's limited cards of them or something. If you know what I mean, like reimburse everyone's limited. It's like mm -hmm. it's maybe a week's wage fine or something for them, depending on what division they're in. But I think that's the least they could do if they're that bad in a game, you know. I don't know if a way to Belarus is, is the one, but I guess the upside is the, the shot upside is there. Yeah, well, that's a match that both teams would fancy the, you know, like, oh, we're not going to get beat today, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> Mickey, if he was saying Osako or Suzuki, whoever plays is also a good shot. I think that's the problem. The whoever plays is never really fun. Yeah. I think Osaka's fancied for the first match. So, Depends on what school of thought the manager's taking. If he does rotate, we've seen that before with the friendlies that Japan have done. That they kind of mix and match teams, make subs at half time, and do that kind of stuff. Also, at friendlies, there was more license to do that. But 
the games they've got are not too far removed from a friendly, you know, to be honest with you. So, like, maybe there's still a bit of an element of that that happens. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's get a quick cap 240 check. Sitalo, Shakiri. Yeah, I mean, that's a, <clears throat> that indicates some very big expectations for Shakiri. Someone in the chat called him 80 minimum for Switzerland. That would be nice if you had him. Griezmann 64. I mean, that doesn't, that's not surprising, I guess. Yeah, 100. No doubt about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even the 240, it's funny to see those guys really appear in the, the kind of top order there. Kerkez is one that caught my eye coming into this game week. I was looking at Premier League teams and stuff, and I seen his cap was really low. Um, everyone rates him really highly. I've not seen much of him myself, but you know, 15 or 27 at home to Montenegro. Mike Baskin said, I thought I was in luck when I saw a Vietnam game in the current game week. <laughs> Games on the weekend, but had gone by Monday, probably because of Opta coverage. Had a zero key. Who's the, who is that? The Vietnam keeper. That's amazing. Jonathan says the Jamal Lewis AAA is a bit funny. And who did they play? Northern Finland. Ireland, Finland. Yeah, Finland yeah. and Denmark. Little double game week. I can see that. Finland are not a high-scoring nation. Denmark should run them over, obviously, but, you know, like, if they concede two or less, he's one of their main crossers of the ball for chances created. You're both at the mercy of possession lost and things like that, but that team's normally not Ireland. They're all about defending first. They don't really throw possession away too lightly. So yeah. I don't think you'd see Max Aarons getting <clears throat> any possession lost or anything like that. I'm going to agree here with Mickey Fu about Rano being 95% to start, which I assume that's still just Casper Schmeichel season. Yeah. That's just wishful thinking, isn't it? Jonathan B says, I'm a Burnmouth fan. Kirk is slightly out of his depth playing for a weaker team. At AZ, I'm sure he could bomb up the line with not much consequence. Yeah. Okay. That happens. He's also, yeah, Union, Union Berlin have been, it's been a season for them. Anyway, um, I don't think anything else jumps out at me. How excited are you to play Harry Maguire? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all, no. I think, well, I don't know, it's a game where, that's a game where Harry Maguire scores in, from a corner, doesn't it, and runs to the camera, <laughs> you know? <laughs> told you, Chanel, away to Liechtenstein. Love it. Got him in a big team. Chanel loves playing for Luxembourg. Not that you he wouldn't. Does. Who wouldn't love playing for Luxembourg? But he really loves it. Yeah, he's he's really he's just solid. There's that uh, yeah. Santiago Colombado again. Nice. There's Pickford. Yeah, nothing nothing too crazy here. Sweden's probably the one game I don't think we've mentioned that's probably going to be. A uh, bit of a gluttony of goals. I think the, picking the Sweden teams maybe the hard bit. He's six injured at the bit, moment, yeah. so I don't know what that really does to a lot of the key cards that may be involved. But I think Kulaseski would be good for it. Just Sweden can't qualify, but Estonia are like a bottom tier nation. Sweden mm -hmm. are at home. Sweden have got very very good players, and they're disappointed to not qualify. So they will, you know, they want to sell some tickets and keep everyone happy in Sweden. You know, for the next campaign. Is the way I think of it. So, how many goals they scored so far? Twelve over six games. 
Estonia have conceded uh, 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I think three or four goals are quite easily on the cards for Sweden here. I haven't seen the squad, like who actually got called for Sweden. Um, I'll see if I can dig it. Trying to think here of who. I mean, obviously, Kulisevsky is going to be a popular one. Did Forsberg end up not getting called? I've got it here. Uh, uh, so it's a bit of a jumble the way they list this list. So three goalkeepers. I don't think we've got cards for any of them. Robin Olsen, oh, actually. We have Olsen. Oh, we definitely yeah. have Olsen. Uh, in defense, I see a couple of cards. Starfelt, Lindelof, and Sema really jump out. And then the midfield and attack, I see Victor Klassen, Ekdal, Alanga, Forsberg, Gustafsson, Jairikis, Kasper, uh, Jasper Carlson, Dejan Kulisevsky, and then some kind of fringe players uh, behind that. So yeah, Carlson, uh, Jairikis, if I say you say his name, Alanga, no, maybe. Carlson's out. That's Carlson out. Can I make this bigger? Bill yeah. Sarah said you can see the squad on so rare. Oh, where's that? Oh, can you love that? Where would I even think to go for that? What do we got? Maybe guys? type in Sweden. Uh, they've got really. I, I was on their team pages earlier for like Premier League teams. The team pages are really good. So maybe just type in Sweden. Mm, no, when I type in Sweden, I just get players. I've got Starfelt, so I'm going to click on Starfelt, and then does it say, can I click on Sweden anywhere for him? There's Sweden there. No, I can't click on them. Hmm. How do you get it? Sweden, there's a read. Yeah, I'm trying to find what to click on to... Yeah, it's nothing like I'm trying to click on everything in the fixture list. Everything. This is funny. More about Carl. Um, <laughs> I know it's that. Clayson Olsen pair in the midfield. Agreed. Agreed. Although I don't have a Clayson. Uh, yeah. If anyone's got any any way to for us to figure that out, oh maybe. Yeah, I typed all that. No. Clicked everywhere. Oh well. It was a good try. But yeah. Uh, Alan said, Kajust will. We'll also see playing time. I'm from Sweden. Sweet. Oh, wait, here we go. Live matches squad. Oh, there we go. Now we're cooking. Uh, But now I have to find Sweden here. When do they play? I think he went past them. I think they're. Oh, yeah. I think they maybe got a game up here. Yeah, somewhere. I thought I seen them. I might be. Yeah, they're there. Oh, jackpot! Maybe it's not the same squad. Yeah, I was just with that. I'm going to assume it's the squad. This is like just Swedish players. I think. Well, that's my. That was my worry, but um, yeah, we'll see. Because a lot of those guys are. Like people, I think Sweden see some of these Scandinavian countries, they play friendlies at odd time, kind of similar to the way the US team does. And they'll just play like domestic players and they'll play Finland and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. 
when you see a lot of those guys have probably been capped for Sweden, and that's why they've been grabbed into there. But that's I not what it's Carlson is not on the list, but he's that they said he was uh, pulled out, so maybe maybe it's up to yeah. Him. I don't remember if Augustinson was on the list. Now that defender Isaac Hain, he's been really he, he's well thought of at least anyway. He's not in the squad on that list that I just found there for us. So I think that's maybe just a bunch of people that are, have been playing at least anyway. So it's good to see better than nothing. Yeah. I assume these are just the players that are eligible to be selected in rivals. That's how I would. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. For yeah, but you but like Walkfist or something, that guy's not in the squad at all. So he's probably like a guy that, oh no, he is, or Walkfist is. It's like his middle name there. Sorry. Yeah. Jonathan said the Israeli squad isn't 100% correct either. Hunt. Oh, well. Yeah. There's a few guys that are kind of leftovers from maybe other squads and stuff, but. Yeah. I love seeing it though. That's brilliant. That's really helpful. It would be great if that was not so hidden. I feel like we played so rare long enough where we should have figured that out, but apparently we weren't. You know why I don't like it? Because the match is coming up. It's not live. There's nothing live about this match. Indeed. It's literally tomorrow. It's not even today. <laughs> Fair. Anyway. We'll scroll. Oh, it's not even. No, I was like. Oh, It'll just take you back for infinity. That, yeah, that's is, cool. But now this is in the past. This is like Friday, November 10th in the live section. What do we do? Wednesday, November 15th now. Anyway, that's. I'm just going to start complaining. Sorry. Anyway, <clears throat> I think that's all we got. Thank you, everybody, for joining. If you could please like the video, subscribe to the channel if you have not already. Shout out to uh, this guy here for uh, right. all the help here. And um, yeah, I would say if you're not somebody who goes all out to prepare for these game weeks, just pretend like it's a bonus. These are just bonus reward possibilities. Don't get too stressed if you have a DNP. We'll get our club football back soon enough, so don't worry about it. So thank you, everybody, and uh, good luck this weekend.